Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's topic. Our topic today is about the patience that marketing requires. I want to talk a little bit about today the idea that you may need some persistence, but at times you also may need to let ideas, campaigns, and the things that you're working on percolate a little bit. And I bring this up and want to talk about this is because we're a little bit in a culture when we run our businesses that we talk about grinding it out. We talk about making things happen. We talk about pushing, pushing, pushing until you get that success, until something great happens. And while I'm all about execution, I'm all about getting things done. I think it's so important that we set goals, that we execute against them, that we do the things that need to get done in our business. But the one thing that I want to make sure that we're not missing, the one thing I want to make sure that you're not, I guess, not really getting the full advantage of is that instead of thinking about your ideas and thinking about things like, what should I do more of? How should I push harder? How should I, what do I need to do to make these things happen? What I want you to do at times is take a step back and think about the idea that at times when you're running your business, at times when you're trying to make your marketing happen, that you have to sit back at times and give a new idea some space. You have to allow the things that you want to do, get the time for you to plan them. Get the time for you to create. be creative. If you're always in that kind of fight or flight mode, at times you may not discover the best ideas. You may have a little bit of rework going. So I bring this up because I'm even, I guess, find myself victim to this is where I'm always about trying to hit a deadline, trying to make things happen in like record crazy speed. And because I love doing and executing and getting things done, that sometimes I'll set these goals and timelines that force me to do things at such a record space pace that I don't have time to give an idea space. I don't have time to kind of think about that idea, noodle on it, think about how I would implement it before I go to implement. And this is one thing I want to kind of talk a little bit about today. And if you're willing to or want to join the discussion today, I invite you to jump into the comments, whether you're watching this live or as a replay, or even if you're watching this or listening to this as part of our podcast, I'd love for you, if you have the opportunity, to post a comment and let me know how you are approaching ideas. Are you giving them time and space? And what I mean by that is making sure that when you come up with an idea, you don't go to implement it right away. You start a brainstorming process around a new idea. So therefore, it's not about how fast can I get it done. It's more about what is this idea going to yield? How is this idea going to transform my business? How is this idea going to take me from where I am today to a new height? Because what I find at times is that when we're coming up with ideas, when things are bouncing around in our heads, sometimes we're either executing too fast, too slow, but we're not necessarily taking the time that ideas need to think them through, to think about how to do it, to think about the fact that maybe it isn't something you implement this month or next month, that it's something that you actually put a plan in place 
to implement in July, especially if we're talking about it in March. And what I want you to do is make sure that, yes, everything can't wait till later. There are things that have to get done, but there are things that do require preparation. There are big and great ideas that require you to think through that strategy. And I want to make sure that as you're maybe re-looking at your business resolutions, maybe re-looking at your goals for the year, that this video and this kind of topic might be a little timely for you because it might remind you that instead of thinking about getting everything done on your wish list, everything done on your list of goals, instead you take a step back and say, this is an idea that I think is great, but I'm going to spend some time brainstorming. I'm going to spend some time thinking about how to get this done. I'm going to spend some time thinking about how I can do it in a unique way, thinking about how my customers are going to value this and thinking about how you can, in a sense, enhance or optimize the idea before you go to implement it. Now, when I talk about this stuff, it can just sound kind of like general ideas. It can sound like general recommendations. And you might be like, okay, Stephanie, I understand. I can't run too fast sometimes. But what I want to do is kind of ground it in an example. And I want to use a real life example that I'm going through right now. And then I'm going to use an example of what I've done before. All right. So real life example of what I'm doing right now. One thing that I've always wanted to do, I do online courses, love doing online courses and training. Last year, we had a great time with new courses. People gave us great feedback. And a part of me, when I started this year, I was ready to run. I had my full list of courses and what I was going to launch and when and my pricing and my timeline. But there was this idea that I always had that the software that I'm currently using doesn't allow me to do. So what I struggled with is I said, well, this is what I want to do. This is where I want to go. This is how I want to run fast. But the tools that I had in front of me were not allowing me to do what I wanted to do. So I had a little bit of this friction. I said, all right, fine. I'm going to go forward with my current plan. But in the back of my mind, I always knew I wanted to do a different type of offer. And then a couple of weeks ago, a tool stumbled upon my desk. I actually have a friend that I have to give a shout out to, Dennis, that recommended a piece of software to me. And when he recommended this piece of software to me, what happened is in the beginning, I was like, well, I guess I'll check it out. But I already got my plan. I already got what I'm doing. I'm good. But what I realized is I had that idea. And if I hadn't let it kind of percolate, if I hadn't let it kind of sit there for a while, I might have moved forward too quickly on a solution that didn't work for me. And I didn't wait for the software that enabled it for me to make it happen. And because I gave it a little bit in time and space, it allowed me to kind of discover something that unlocked a goal for me. And for me, this is around my online courses. I always want to train more, offer people the option to pick and choose. I've always wanted to do like subscription plans and membership models. And all of those things have always been of interest to me. But I didn't have software that I liked. And now that I have this new software, I wanted to do the same thing. I wanted to hit the gas as fast as possible. I spent one entire weekend learning the tools, setting up new pages, setting up new designs, getting everything going. And what happened is I got all excited and I was almost ready to launch it. And then I realized that I was going too big, too fast. And what I mean by that is what I was doing is I was building out what I thought it should be. I was thinking I was fulfilling my dream, my vision, 
And what I had to do was slow down and say, wait a minute, Stephanie, this might be a great idea, but maybe you should validate it. Maybe you should take the time to make sure what you have in your head works for your customers. Now, you know, it's like, yeah, Stephanie, that's 101. But remember, this happens to all of us. And you can let me know in the comments that this happens to you as well, is that you come up with an idea and you start to run with it before you check in with your customers. You start to run with it because it's either something you're dying to do or excited to do. You either run with it because it's something that you've always wanted to do, you've committed to doing, or you think you really have it. So you run, 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 run to make it happen. And what I realized is I needed to give myself the time to learn not only this tool, but learn how to make it work for my customers. So instead of me launching it, instead of me going out there and putting the prices and telling everything, everyone about it, I took a step back. And what I'm launching instead is what I call my testing squad. I'm actually going to spend an entire month. Don't get me wrong. This is stressful. This is totally different for me. But what I committed to myself is saying, Stephanie, give yourself a month of testing the tool. Give yourself a month of working with your customers. Give them access to your courses, access to your challenges. Give them access to the training and see if they like it in this new format. The other thing I'm doing differently is I'm going to run these two different options in parallel paths. So I'm going to still offer the courses that I offer in my current software and my current platform. But what I'm going to do is use this platform as a testing platform for where I may need to go in the future. And by doing this in parallel paths, I don't have to destroy what I already built for this year. I don't have to break down all the great work I've already put in place for all my plans for the year. Instead, I can test the new one with ease while the other process that I put in place gets to run forward. And then what I do in this testing environment, there's less pressure. There's an opportunity for me to get feedback, to talk to people, to try different things because I already have my current and existing solution in place. This may apply to you if, let's say, for example, you're a cooking instructor. Maybe you're doing classes. You've been using Zoom all this time. Things are working well. People are so showing up for your courses and your classes. People are signing up. But maybe what you want to do is enhance that process. You want to offer more classes, more series. Maybe you want to do a weekend workshop. Or maybe you want to do something in a different environment to support your classes. And instead of stopping your existing process of having classes, maybe twice a month, what you would do is you would run a parallel path of a pilot. You would do a pilot cooking weekend marathon. You may run a pilot of a cook-along that's a cook-along that's maybe longer than you've ever done before. Maybe you're doing a series. You'll do that as a series. Same thing from coaching. If you've done a lot of one-on-one coaching with people before, you're saying, I want to do some packages. What you may end up doing is saying, hey, I'm looking for two or three people to work with on an extended period of time. This is going to be my testing squad, and then I can test with them. The same thing goes with products new products that you're putting out there. Maybe you're going to send people test products for every product that they purchase. Or maybe what you're going to do is do some testing showcases. So instead of stopping what you currently do, maybe you're going to send people products to test. They're all going to get on a Zoom call and you're going to talk about their experiences. You're going to have these like mini focus groups as another way for you to get feedback on new products and new offerings while you keep your existing 
product and offering going. That's what I want you to think about. I want you to realize that at times you don't have to go big and fast to make progress in your business and progress on your marketing. Instead, you can run these parallel paths where your existing process runs and then this new testing environment can run in parallel paths for you to get it done. Now, for some of you, you may be like, oh my goodness, Stephanie, I'm already overworked. What do you mean? Now I'm going to run two things at once. Now, to run two things at once, there's a couple of things that you have to do. Number one, the first or existing process, what you want to do is make sure it is at the right frequency. So if you're doing four classes a month, you might scale that back to two classes a month so you can use that extra time for your testing or that environment. Okay, so what you have to do is sometimes make some adjustments to free up time. An example of someone like myself, I'm doing interviews, I'm doing these live sessions. If I need more time, I might go on a slight hiatus. I may say that, hey, I'm going to do these every other week instead of every week to give myself time. That's what I want you to do in your business. I don't want you to stop what you're doing. It's just that you might scale back a little bit. So you still have the consistency, but then you're able to work in this testing environment, all right? The other thing when it comes to the patience that marketing requires, the patience that even our businesses require, what I want you to do is think about giving yourself enough time to get through the process. This is something that I learned when we were doing a lot of Facebook ad testing. Before, I was like, I need to do some ads to drive sales. I need those ads to drive sales to my courses. And what I learned over time is that when I'm rolling out a new marketing tool, a new marketing process, often it's going to take two to three months before I know it really works. I have to run through multiple sales cycles. I have to run through multiple time periods to see where people are, their perspective, and so forth. So when you're launching a marketing plan, when you decide that, okay, I'm going to go big into email marketing, I want you to do it with a level of patience. I want you to pace yourself. And instead of writing like three emails, sending them out back to back every single week, and then sitting back and saying, did that work? Did it happen? Instead, I want you to commit to doing something new in your email marketing for two to three months. Now, it doesn't have to be big. Remember, we're not trying to go big. We're not trying to go fast. What we're trying to do is go consistent. So I'd rather you do one newsletter a month for three months or four months to get the process down, see if people are opening it, see if you're getting the response you need, and then scaling that back up to more frequent newsletter. Same thing with live. I love teaching live and telling people to go live. But if it's taxing for you, start in the beginning with something moderate. Go live three times in a row. Go live four days in a row. Go live every other week. Go live once a month. But what I want you to do is be patient with it to realize that it has to grow. When you first go live, there's not going to be a lot of people showing up. There's not going to be a lot of people there. There's also going to be some technical challenges some things happening. And what I want you to do is approach your next campaign with patience, with time for it to grow, for time for it to build, for time for you to learn as you grow and as you um, lay out this process. And as well, what I want you to do is I want you to build it in a fashion so it can be scalable. Because if you start with the biggest way, if you start with the most and maximum, you could be in a scenario where you stress yourself. 
You're creating marketing plans that are all about the hustle, the grind, and can I get it done? And instead, what I want you to do is build something that you can build upon. So therefore, if you're doing any of your marketing, whether you're doing Facebook ads, whether you're doing YouTube videos, whether you're trying to optimize your videos on YouTube, whether you're trying to crack the code on LinkedIn, whether you're trying to figure out if you should be doing more or less of marketing, or you're looking at a marketing funnel, I want to make sure that you sit down and say, okay, number one, I'm going to give this process time. I'm going to make sure that I'm giving it two to three months to it for it to develop. Number two, I'm going to figure out, is there a way for me to get some customer feedback? Is there a way for me to get some understanding of what people want? Hence, that's my example. I'm going to do this testing squad for the entire month of March to allow people to test the program, use the software, give me feedback, see what they like, and then I can make changes because I have an entire month to do it. When I first started talking about doing it, I was only going to do it for a couple of days. And what I realized is I needed more time so that I could interact with people, I could make changes and make adjustments. So give yourself that time. Give yourself the ability to start with the baseline. So eventually, when you find that success, eventually, when things are working for you, eventually, when you're building this over time, it can be scalable and sustainable because you started in a place where you gave your idea not only time to kind of expand, not only time to think it through and what it could be, but you brought patience to what you needed in your business. And what I tend to do in my business and for myself is walk the walk. So I invite you to join my process. If you're curious on how I do it, if you're curious on how it works, join my testing squad. It's free. It's just a way for me, like I said, to get feedback and have fun. But if you're curious about how to facilitate this process where you gather feedback, where you take patience in what you do, I totally invite you to join what we're doing. If you have questions, if you're like Stephanie, I got to get these things done, but I can't tell if this is a campaign that needs patience or if this is a campaign that needs the grind, then post a comment here on your social media channel, wherever you're watching, on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, or even on um, Twitter. I'd love, love, love to hear it or shoot me an email because I know sometimes it's hard to know the difference. But what I want to make sure that you take away from today is understanding that the there's more than one way to approach your marketing and you shouldn't be only approaching your marketing and your business as a grind, as a way to push through, as a way to make things always happen as fast as possible, that there's an important part of your marketing and achieving that success by making sure you have a balance between persistence and letting things percolate so that patience allows an idea to grow, an idea to flourish, a way for you to get feedback, a way for you to make corrections, and a way to keep your existing business rolling along, bringing in income while you are testing and trying new things that help you better serve your customers and make your business stronger. All right? So that's today's topic. I hope that maybe gave you some ideas. I hope that gave you some perspective 
Um, maybe approaching your marketing in a slightly different way, especially if you've been feeling really stressed lately, especially if you've been feeling like, oh, I don't know what to do. What should I do? Sometimes that patience, sometimes that pullback, sometimes reevaluating your timelines and making sure you're not running so fast to the finish line will give you the time to reflect, give you the time to ask questions and to incorporate that feedback so that you can live a little bit with a little bit less stress in your in your life um, and you can get better and better marketing results. All right. So as always, thank you. Thank you for joining us live. Thank you for watching this as a replay or on our podcast. I really love doing these subjects and talking about these things because I want to make sure you have some different perspectives and how you move forward in your business and you find ways that you can move forward and be successful without it always shredding you and pulling you into pieces because the idea is that we need you, I need your strength, and we need the impact that you're going to make in the world. And I want to make sure that these sessions help inspire you and give you a different way to look at things and achieve the success that you desire. All right. Thank you everyone for joining and we'll see you in the next segment. Bye.